Welcome back to In the Middle Podcast. It's a podcast about two dads living life in the Midwest. We talk about all things fatherhood, sports, hobbies, and life's greatest conundrums. As always, we want to thank One Headlight High for our intro music. Be sure to check them out on YouTube and Facebook. Mark. Sipe. What's up, dude? Uh, we are back, and it feels so good. Yeah, dude. It's been a couple weeks, yeah? Just a couple. We we did a show literally right before the NFL season started. Yep. We are two weeks in. Uh, week three is going to kick off tomorrow night as of this recording, so I'm not sure where that will be on the release date, but what I can tell you is life is good, and I got myself a bush. Oh, oh yeah, I'm always late to the party here. Oh. Yep. So before we get started, because opening that bush just made me think of something. Uh oh. So I know we've talked about on this podcast before how I have been saying bush every time I've opened it. <laughs> yep. And this has now led into other beers such as Stone or <laughs> Miller and things like that. Yep. But my kids being kids. They now just think all beers are bushes because it doesn't matter. I could open like a peach juice, for example, because <laughs> I've been doing peach juice vodka to try to clear out some space in my liquor cabinet. Yep. And I'll open a peach juice and my daughter will like see it, hear it and go, bush. She's like, no, honey, it's not a bush. Relax. <laughs> so I do do it all the time. This is not just a bit for the cast. Did you just say doo-doo? I did say two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to grow up. Uh, no. And I think we're putting on an extra show because we have an audience member. Tonight. We do. We have the missus. One the member studio. of, the. well, I shouldn't say a member. We're a part of what we like to call the Hot Wives Club. Yep. So we have a... Hot wife. Right. But what would that, what would her position be called? Like she's not in the club, but she's the reason for the club. I don't know. Or what, one of the reasons. The, the, yeah. The Maybe we could call her the Hoobastank. And the reason is <laughs> Your wife and my uh, wife are Hoobastanks. Yes. Yeah. That's really close to something like. else. <laughs> it sounds really bad. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are gonna like that, I'm that, sorry, that name or not. This is why you don't listen to the show. Yeah. Exactly. This is the kind of shit we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as our eighth episode here mark what are we going to talk about well we already mentioned it we're gonna touch on the nfl season and thoughts and first impressions obviously it's very early things are still being shaken out it's always tough to tell you know week by week who's good until i'd say about a month in and yeah. that's when you see teams kind of start to pull away from the pack or other teams you know they they definitely are not just having a slow start it's like oh no they're bad but yep. We'll recap that, and then we're going to talk about one of our favorite local events of the year. We've mentioned it multiple times on the show, but it is next Friday and Saturday. Yes. Bricks, Bronx, and Barbecue also feature in the Brew Me Beer Fest, which is always one of the most intoxicated nights of the year for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then finally, because we are entering all of this fun stuff, we're just going to talk about our top three favorite things about fall in general. Yes. So... Let's talk about the NFL first. In particular, the heartbreaking loss oh, the Chiefs man. suffered. We were watching this together. Yeah. The second half. Yep. And first of all, there were multiple points in that game where people made mistakes. You know, even Mahomes, as great as he is, 
He had that awful interception where he's falling to the ground, he's getting sacked. Yep. And he wasn't trying to throw it away because in his defense, Kelsey was open and he can throw the ball from impossible positions. We talked about this on the preview show, the last show. Yep. But it was a bad throw. You don't make that throw. Either take the sack or try to throw it out of bounds and stay got picked. With with like what? Three and a half, four minutes to go in the game? No, that was that was earlier in the game, but well, it was still fourth quarter, wasn't it? When he threw the pick, maybe I—I I, I gotta be honest, I don't remember because people only remember two things about this game, right. which is the Ravens are driving, yep. it's third down, and the Chiefs stop him. Yep, but there's some laundry on the field, and it's an illegal contact call against—I um, think it was Honey Badger, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, against Tyron Matthew, who had two picks, one for a touchdown on the first play, his first play of the season, which was awesome. Yeah, it was so badass. But then they showed the replay. And I'm usually, I am one to side with the refs more often than not. Like, everybody always seems to be biased for their teams. Like, oh, that's a crap call. And it's like, yeah, it's because it's going against your team. Yeah, exactly. sorry, Rorick, you're one of these people. Like, (laughs) K-State never gets a call. We get this, okay? (laughs) I got it. Like... You know, Oklahoma, they get all the calls, you know. Going to Every York. time, just yeah. because of Oklahoma. Tom right? Brady, he gets all the calls. <laughs> Chiefs don't get anything. No, yep. like the Chiefs get plenty of calls. Um, Mahomes especially. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is even the announcers, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, they showed the play. And Honey Badger basically, now I'll, I'll give a sliver of doubt that I forget which receiver it was, whether it was Brown or Watkins or whoever, but he had like a little minor stumble right after Matthew put his hand on his back. Yeah. But it was essentially like a dad guiding his kid into the next yeah, room. It, like it was that soft. It wasn't even really touching. I mean, it was a brush. Yeah. It was a brush is a perfect yeah. description. And it was called illegal contact. Oh, t- so whereas the Ravens would have, I think they wouldn't have even been able to kick a field goal. I think they would have had to punt. Right. Um, or go for it on fourth down. And who knows? Like there was still four and a half minutes or so left in the game at that point in time. But needless to say, they get an automatic first down. They go down and score. Lamar Jackson does a cartwheel into the end zone, which I will say I had no problem with. Like, yep. hey, man, you're celebrating Tyreek Hill backflips into the end zone a lot. I had no yep. personal problem with it. But this, again, doubles back to Alan Rorick saying <laughs> people don't get certain calls. <laughs> the taunting penalties this year. Yeah, have been atrocious from the refs. And lo and behold, Lamar Jackson somersaults into the end zone, but no flag. Again, I had no problem with it, but by the nature of how they have been calling it this year, that should have been a penalty. Yeah, absolutely. It should have been. Right. Yeah. Um. So Ravens score, and you and I looked at each other. It's, what, three and a half, three minutes left? Yep. And we're both just like... You you gave t- Mahomes too much time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and what did he do? He goes right down the field and gets him in position at the two minute warning. We're already in field goal range, so yes. a minute and a half. And what did I look and tell you during the two minute Dude, warning commercial? Before before we got the ball back, before we got the ball back, you looked at me and you said, "Get Clyde off the field and get Williams in the game." Right, because Williams is our three to four yard back. He's he's, he's our protector. bigger back. Yep. He's our veteran back. Yep. Don't give Clyde the chance to do something dumb. Yes. Yep. And what happened? Dude, literally as soon as you said that, like five plays later, Clyde fumbled. Did you know that was his first NFL fumble 
ever. Was it really? Yes. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, well, what a time. Yeah. I was talking to, to one of my buddies, or one of our buddies the other day, Cookie, about it, and I said something like, yeah, Mark called it because uh, like he said, don't let Clyde run the ball, and then he freaking fumbles the ball. Right. And Cook was like, oh, it's Mark's fault. <laughs> Which it's here's Mark's the fault deal. they lost the game. <laughs> Which here's the deal. One, yeah, if you're Andy Reid and you are gonna put Clyde in, I mean he's your starter. He should right. be in the game, yeah. but like that's not his forte. He's a pass catching back. Yep. But Andy Reid needs to pull him aside before he even goes out for that drive and be like, Hey buddy, you we're gonna melt clock here. You know, we're gonna give Butker a chance to win, or hey, if you break one loose, you take it to the house, go. Right. But no fumbles, secure that ball. And so First of all, the call was an up-the-middle play. What running back is holding the ball with one arm as they run up the gut? Right. You, that's just, that is peewee football one-on-one. Yep. You know, two hands on the ball. Cover the ball. Now, granted, the left guard got beat pretty bad. Like, yeah, the did. defender was in the backfield seconds, or not even seconds, a second after the ball was snapped. Yep. But Clyde has the ball in one hand. And clearly wasn't holding on to a tight because even though that guy punched it, like he was basically running by him swatting. You know, it wasn't like one of those situations where Clyde got held up and so, you know, they all start punching at the ball trying to knock it out. It wasn't like that. He basically ran by, barely brushed his arm, ball pops out, game's over. Yeah. And if I'm Coach Reed, like I don't want to shake the kid's confidence. I don't because he's already feeling down on himself. He knows he cost us that game. Yep. But if I'm Coach Reed, it's like, look, you will learn from this. And therefore, to help you learn, you're not starting. I'm not saying limited snaps or anything like that. If he still gets 90% of the work, great. But it's like, look, I'm taking your starting job. And when you prove to me that you can be there mentally, because that was a mental play. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if Clyde yep. doesn't fumble, as you just said. Yeah. He knows he messed up. Yep. So mentally, hey, you prove to me on this next game against the Chargers that you're there. You don't miss a blocking assignment. You hold on to the ball with two hands. You know, you you play smart. Yep. You can have your starting job back week four. But you have to prove to me you have it in between the ears. It's not just about talent. You have to have your head in the game. And yeah. on that play, he did not. Yeah, and... I don't know if we go as far as not starting him, but fourth quarter, we come down to a, a, a game time situation like we did the other night. I don't think I have Clyde in. See, but I want him to have the confidence that if we put him in, it's like, look, we trust you. We know you botched it the first so, time. I'd rather pull him for the first quarter and then give him a chance to redeem himself in the fourth as opposed to, yep, he's still our starter, he's still the guy, and then benching him in the fourth because we don't trust See, him. See, I want to bench him. I would I would rotate more in and out. So maybe have have Williams run the ball a time, right? Pull him, put Clyde in, run the ball, and the whole time Andy Reid's in his ear on the on the sideline. Right. Hey, what are we <laughs> gonna do when we get up to the line? Two hands, right? Yeah. Two Hold hands, cover, ball. cover, cover. Right. Right. And and uh, you you can't tell me they're not doing like a boatload of drills this week. Uh, oh yeah, of fumble drills. <laughs> that is all he's doing yeah. this week. So uh, yeah, I mean it's maybe a hot take on it, but uh, I think Clyde's coming back this week stronger than ever. Um, Mahomes is going to be good this week as well. Uh, the Chargers D's I, w- I watched them week one. 
against uh, L.A., right? Mm. Is that, that's who they played? Uh, Is that right? Or, the, sorry, not L.A., Las Vegas. No, the Chargers week one played the... Uh, hold on, I can I thought they were here. the Monday night game week one. No. Um, week one, they played Washington. Oh, Washington. Yes, right. Washington. Right. Who who they beat 20 to 16, and then uh, Cowboys, they lost oh, 20 duh. to 17. But they played a good game against them, too. Yeah. Yeah, and and thinking back on the Cowboys game, uh, I was watching it and somewhat surprised with the lack of D that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas's offense is so good, though. Right, but Zeke still didn't put up very many yards. Mm-mm. Yeah, um, it's it's freaking me out for fantasy. I know, <laughs> and I don't know what to think about Zeke right now. I really don't. He looks so good in training camp. Yeah, like oh, he and looks then, really good. And then it looks like he's playing a little bit scared because he's got the money and he doesn't want to lose it. I I don't know. I don't yeah, know what it is. It's bizarre. But but anyway, uh, so I'm really looking forward to the Chiefs uh, this this Sunday uh, against the Chargers. I think uh, Mahomes is gonna obviously uh, just he's last week hurt him. I know it did, it, dude. You could tell him when, or see it when he's walking off the field, right? Mm-hmm. He was being professional and all that, shaking hands and all that, but. It, it, yeah, the face he had, it, it felt eerily similar to February. Well, and I think it's one of those things that we've been in Lamar's head yep. because he has not been able to beat us. And so to continue to stay in his head, like this could come back around come playoff oh, time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Where had we beaten the Ravens again yep. and then we meet him in the playoffs at you know, what would the narrative be? Lamar's never beaten Mahomes. Yep. And then that pressure on top of the playoffs would just mount and he'd have a bad game. Yep. But now that he's got that monkey off his back, yeah. even if it's an arrowhead, Lamar could potentially come in, knock us off, because now he doesn't have to worry about it. The narrative is not there. Right. But I think it's also it also would have put more pressure on Mahomes too going into a playoff game knowing that Lamar hasn't ever beaten. True. Yeah. So I think this is a good, as as much as you can say it, it's a silver lining, right? Right. It that that beef is no longer there. Yes, Mahomes still has the the record above him, but but Lamar uh, doesn't have to like prove himself anymore. So I'm I'm looking at it in a different light as far as playoffs come. Um, long ways from now, but uh, this weekend again, looking forward to the Chargers. Um, I think they're gonna be a lot more focused. What I'm really excited about, though, is the fact that you were wrong about the the Cardinals. <laughs> yes. Um, hey, I do want to talk about the Cardinals. I want to give two final quick points on the Chiefs. Oh, okay. I, I know All we right. want to Sorry. cover the whole NFL, um, or at least the highlights. Yep. So with the Chiefs, one, obviously my undefeated pick is out the window, which mm-hmm. honestly, even the Chiefs, I think, wanted to go undefeated too. Yep. So number one, um, we don't have to worry about that anymore. That pressure's off our back. Yep. And if you remember last year, after we lost our game against the Raiders and we felt embarrassed about it, what did we do? One out. So, yep. hey, if this is our one loss, I'm happy to ride the rest of the season Let's you go, know, baby. on that one loss. Let's do it. Yep. Uh, but then number two, I will say this. Um, now that the Chiefs aren't going undefeated, um, and I had mentioned this, their schedule's tough. I mean, we had the Browns week one. We just had the Ravens. Chargers, I think, are f- perfectly capable of beating us. We play the Packers. We play the Bills. Um, I mean, we have a lot of tough opponents. Like yeah. when I, I was sticking to my guns for the sta- sake of sticking to my guns. 
But if I'm being honest, Chiefs have a solid five to six games that they could easily lose because of their schedule. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, I think the Chiefs can somewhat play more carefree now, which is good. Yeah. But yes, let's talk about your Cardinals, who right now not short- my Cardinals. I'm just a huge Murray fan. Well, I would say this the Cardinals, and we've mentioned this before, they're kind of like the Chiefs for the NFC. Yes. Uh yeah, yeah for the NFC, because a lot of Kansas people have winter homes in arizona so i think like we've kind of adopted each other like cardinal fans have adopted chiefs and chiefs fans have adopted cardinals and plus yeah like you said kyler murray he's got some big 12 background yes um things like that and plus they're just fun to watch and honestly that's the only reason uh i i even started watching the the cards sure I, i started watching a little bit when uh Adrian Peterson went like in his like right, yeah. fourth retirement <laughs> year or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> right. He did good but, for him too. Yeah. He he didn't completely wash out. So, right. Yeah. Well, so short of the Bills, who the only reason they have the highest point differential is because they shut out Miami last week. <laughs> but the Cardinals actually have the highest point differential and are one of the 2-0 and teams along with the Rams, the 49ers, the Panthers, who... Fun fact, if you look at my spreadsheet mm-hmm. that I had, um, that I was given all my predictions on, I predicted the Panthers going 2-0, and and then they'll fall off. I don't remember exactly what game, but then all of a sudden they'll lose like the rest of the games this year. But right now the Panthers looking better than I think people were going to give them credit for because yep. of Sam Darnold. Um, obviously the Bucks are 2-0. and The Raiders and the Broncos, but we both know that's not going to last. So I would say, honestly, yeah, between... The Bucks, the Niners, and the Rams, I think all of them have Super Bowl aspirations. Panthers, no. Denver, no. Raiders, no. Cardinals kind of surprising me right yeah. now. And, I mean, their, their two games have been against good opponents. Titans are great. They haven't looked great, but they're, they're playoff teams. Yep. And then Vikings, I, I really, the Vikings should have won that game. Yeah, the kicker shanked it. But a win is a win. Yep. And, hey. And Kyler still threw for like 400 yards. I mean, and seven touchdowns total so far. Yeah, he's he's unreal. and a couple on the ground. They they didn't even mention the ground ones on yep. his total. Yeah, thrown I, for seven. I honestly thought his rookie year was going to be his like shining year, and then he was going to come out and kind of flatline this year. But mm-hmm. dude, he's he's looking great. Well, they got the Jags this week, so I think it's safe to say yeah. they're going three and zero. But then they got at Rams. Yeah, next week, yep. which. That'll be very telling as to, okay, are the cards for real? Because, I mean, heck, I'll even just jump back to the Vikings. They had a chance to win that game. Week one, they were in field goal position to win that game in overtime. They were down. Like, I had, I picked them in my survivor pool, and uh, I was watching the show with my father-in-law, and he kept kind of joking to me, like, oh, you're going to get out week one. I'm like, nope, they'll come back. They'll come back. Right. Sure enough, they came back. Went into overtime, had a chance to win, and Dalvin Cook, of all people, fumbles the ball. <laughs> right. And then the Bengals go down and, and score. And so, yeah, the Vikings could very easily be 2-0. and They're 0-2. They're a good team. So Cardinals are fair and well. But then, yeah, they got Rams, Niners, Browns. So that's a tough three stretch. Two of those on the road. And then they got Texans and then Packers 49ers. So... Their schedule gets a lot tougher after the Jags this week. Yeah, again, I'm a huge OU fan, so I'm always watching my OU players. Uh, 
which last weekend was kind of nice. I got to watch the Chiefs and two, three OU or three OU fans or players. Right. Um, Humphreys, uh, the center, right? Right. Creed, right. Creed Humphrey and uh, Mark Andrews was a tight end for Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown, baby. Yep, for the, for so the Ravens. That was a good game to watch. Um, again, unfortunately, it was a heartbreaker. But Baker Mayfield last week. Mm-hmm. Did you see what he did? Uh, I'm going to say no because I'm not quite sure <laughs> what you're referring to. He popped his shoulder back in place. Oh, no, I missed this. And kept playing. Good for Baker. Dude, I like that. Like, that's I like a, that in my players. Again. A Brett Favre move, dude. Yes. Like, yeah. he comes over to the sideline, and he's like, the whole, like, automatic, you know what's going on. His yep. shoulder's out. He was hanging it low, puts it back in, goes back out the next play, and, yeah, and continues the drive. Heck, yeah. Dude, it's the Math- Matthew Stafford, right? Wasn't that him that did that, uh, like, 2000, what year was it? I just saw it on, on Facebook the other day when he had him mic'd up, and he completely blew out his shoulder went to the sideline was like crying that sounds like else. a stafford thing yeah <laughs> came back uh they had a, a penalty on the field and so they didn't matt matt was like no I'm, I'm going in i'm going back in pulls the the backup quarterback off the field mm-hmm. and then scores a touchdown uh, and they win the game like and then yeah it was kind of like that too but um yeah baker mayfield he's my boy yeah i love it love no i I know he gets a lot of flack and a lot of people. I mean, at least he did up until they made the playoffs last year. Yep. And, yep. Um, I'm trying to remember they they won that the wild card right, and then mm-hmm. they get lost to Kansas. City. Yeah, so yep. they even won a playoff game. Yep. And so yeah, a lot of people were constantly telling Baker, especially after his rough year too, of like, oh, you need to stop making commercials. You need to focus on football. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And people still doubting him because of his height and his attitude and whatnot. It's like. The kid's a baller. Yeah, he's, he is. He just is. He's a leader. Yeah. And that's that's one thing that's that's crazy about him. He's if you watch him, he's not a hundred percent on his passes. Hmm. Right. He's he misses targets a lot. Um he can force balls sometimes. Yeah. He's but. not fast by any means, but he's somehow like slithery going through the line, like kind of jukey. Um, but then he'll also like on an end around or reverse. He'll be a lead blocker going against the grain. Oh yeah! Like, I mean, the the dude has heart, and, and it might. Get I'm him. so glad you. Did. I was thinking in my head, in literally I, before you said, "Dude has heart." I'm like, you know, I'm just running through a quick list of quarterbacks. I don't know if anyone plays harder than yep. Baker Mayfield. Like, not saying he's the best, but like the dude truly believes in his team and right. in himself. Yep. I would say Mahomes is very good at doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, Brady's good at doing that. Yep. But, like, Baker also picks people up. He doesn't tear them down. Yep. Um, Mahomes is really good about that. Brady, I would argue, he <laughs> definitely yells at people when they mess up. But, yeah, I I would say Baker's probably got one of the biggest hearts yeah. in football. Kind of like a replacement uh, type yes. of ambiance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chip on his shoulder. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, like it. The dude's not even six foot. He might be six foot, but he doesn't look it. Yeah. Yeah. Browns are looking good. And I got to tell you, up until the Tyrod Taylor injury, like Texans surprised me a little bit. Dude, what a heartbreaker that was. Yeah. For well, him. 
And and yeah, he'll be out a couple of weeks. Texans will fall right where they're going. Jacksonville, I don't know if it's a Trevor Lawrence issue. I don't know. Or if either. it's I think it might just be an Urban Meyer issue. <laughs> Jacksonville looks bad. Colts, I really was hoping Carson Wentz could get back into form. Yeah. He's looked not great. Yep. And then injuries are still catching up with him. Uh, I was excited for Ryan Fitzpatrick in Washington. He obviously got injured, oh, but yeah. Heineke's playing great. Like yep. I don't even know if Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to get his job back. Eagles have surprised me. They've looked good. Another um, OU quarterback, bro. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Hurts, Hurts, man. Baby. Um, Lions have looked surprisingly okay, given the fact that nobody knows a single player on their team. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've been pleasantly surprised with the Lions, even though they're 0-2. Um, I do just want to say that, well, okay, let me continue on my good vibes before I switch over to the bad. Matthew Stafford, man, for the Rams, I mean, ah. Uh, it's everything I wanted it to be. Yep. And he's not even like throwing bombs yet. And he's definitely capable of doing that. He hasn't had to. He is efficient. They're moving the ball. They're scoring. Their defense is keeping people at bay. So he doesn't have to like feel like he's in Detroit constantly having to come back. Right. Yep. I'm loving the Rams. Like, oh, I'm really loving the Rams. Um, Niners have looked good um, in the sense of they they beat a surprisingly tough Eagles team. Um, I'm excited to see what they do this week. I think they're playing the Rams, if I'm not mistaken. No, they're playing the Packers. And then they got Seahawks and Cardinals. So, yeah, this will be a good stretch to see how good the Niners really are. Maybe we see Trey Lance. Maybe we don't. But we're only in week two, or we're going into week three. We have yep. two a two-game sample size. And if there's one thing I have to keep reminding myself, whether it's fantasy or real life, is we are only two weeks in because yeah, right. nothing was funnier to me. And Rorick was one of the first ones. Packers looked bad yeah, they did. in week, week one. one. Week like one they terrible. looked bad yeah. against the Saints. And I heard, I don't even remember who it was we were talking to. Um, actually, it might have been Adam Baum. Um, I think I was visiting with Adam Baum. And we were talking about how the thing with, the, or no, it was a, uh, it was Nurse, um, who I who I was playing with on Apex. Um, that's just our nickname for him. But Nurse is a Packers fan. And what he said, he goes, here's the deal with the Packers. Here's why they always start so slow every year. Rodgers doesn't do training camp and preseason and all that <laughs> right. stuff. And granted, he's warranted. He He's capable. Yep, yep. And Rodgers can walk in off the street and he can play football at a Super Bowl caliber level. Yep. We know this. But the thing is, is he's not the only player on that team. And there's wide receivers, not Devontae Adams necessarily, but all the wide receivers, the tight end, even the running backs, the defense, everybody else, they need their reps. Like, yeah. And especially on the offensive side, because yep. if you're used to blocking for Jordan Love all preseason, all training camp, and he's not doing the things that Aaron Rodgers does. Yep, absolutely. You're rusty. Like, yep. even though you've been getting those reps... And so, like, you're good on maybe your blocking assignment. Well, if Rodgers rolls out of the pocket to the right and you're not expecting that and, you know, the play's supposed to go left, but Rodgers changed it or, you know, whatever the case exactly. is. Exactly, yeah. It takes a while. And so, yeah, when the Saints kicked the crap out of the Packers week one, I I mean, I wasn't expecting that big of a beatdown. But I was like, everybody just 
relax. Yeah, like just, the Packers aren't done. Stuff. Rogers isn't washed. Like everybody, just calm down. Yep, yep. And then, sure enough, against the Lions. Granted, it was Lions, but I mean, Aaron Jones ran all over him. Rogers looked good, and I'm anxious to see this game against the Niners because the Niners have had Rogers' number the last few years. Yes. And if he goes out, he, I mean, I'm not saying he has to win, but if he goes out and looks great, Packers are in for a good time this year. But we'll we'll see what happens. Um, and then, yeah, kind of the same thing for, I kind of mentioned it with, like, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Panthers. Like, yeah, y'all are 2-0. <laughs> but let's calm down. Right. Like, if anybody thinks the Raiders and the Broncos are actually going to compete in the AFC West, I think yep. you're crazy get out of here chargers yes i think the chargers can compete i think their def- their team is good enough but like teddy bridgewater is not winning a shootout no, like he's not. he's not Derek carr will eventually revert to Derek carr yeah. forward yep. just like what are you doing yeah like, he'll miss targets he'll throw interceptions yeah it's just like everybody just calm Derek down carr. um and then even like the jets like zach wilson you tricked me in the preseason yep. i thought you were <laughs> looking good now granted he's he went against Bill Belichick's defense last week. Panthers, as I mentioned, surprisingly good. He's got the Broncos this week, but then he's got the Titans and the Falcons. If he can't put it together against the Titans and especially the Falcons, yep. oh my God, Zach Wilson. Yep. <laughs> like, this is bad. So, yeah, everybody calm down. Let's give it another two, maybe even three weeks, and then we can have a discussion as to who's who's real, who's not real. All right. And that's kind of my bit. One one thing to end on with the NFL week two. I accidentally forgot. Do you accidentally forget? You just forget. I forgot that I had $10 left in my Yahoo daily plays. Oh, yes. I love this story. And so <laughs> Sunday comes around in the morning. And I'm like, you know what? I want to make a team. I haven't made a team in a while. $2. I found a, a league or a, a tournament going on. Two dollars afternoon games only. It's like you know what? I want to make it. I want to make a team. I want to try this out. It's only two bucks out of my ten. I forgot about. So what do I do? I start looking through it. I'm like, you know what? I want to do something I haven't really done before and go somewhat mid mid level on pretty much everybody mm-hmm. except for a couple of players. So Baker Mayfield. He was only like twenty three bucks. Uh, I think. I don't remember who the top one was, um, but they were like $32, $34. Right, right, right. He yeah. was only like $23, $24. So I pick him up. I, I was like, I don't know about running backs. I want to just pick somebody out of the blue who had a good week or somewhat of a good week, week one. Uh, Jones, Ronald Jones the second. Uh, he's like not even RB1. He's RB2 for the Tampa Bay right. Bucks. So pick him up. Uh, he didn't do very well, but then I I skip my RB or my my next running back. I go down. I'm like, you know what? Henry Ruggs was pretty good last year. He had a few breakout games, mm-hmm. so I pick him up. He was only uh fifteen dollars. Yep. Okay. Cheap. Yep. I go down. I skip. Uh, no, I go my I, my very first most expensive player, Tyler Lockett. Right. Hot take on him. I hate K State, <laughs> but Tyler Lockett freaking went off. Oh yeah, week he one. went off week one too. Yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna spend the money there. I think he's gonna do it against the Titans again. 
Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, against the Titans. Uh, and then I was like, I got to pick up my boy C.D. Lamb again. Oh, you guy, 23 bucks. Here we go. And, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to spend some money. I'm getting Gronk. Gronk's going to have three touchdowns, you know, two touchdowns yep, at least. got two. He got uh-huh. two, so I was happy. And then Jarvis Landry, I was like, again, another pick. He got hurt. 22 bucks. That's a steal on Jarvis Landry. Then he gets hurt first freaking quarter, man. Yep. Uh, and then I was like, who's playing the, the Broncos? Oh, the Jags. I'm picking up the Jags defense. So I'll go back to my running back. I still had a budget left. I spent my last $35. I had $1 left on Derrick Henry. Who did nothing. The first half. Right. Second half, dude balled out. <laughs> so Rachel and I and the kids are coming back from Wichita. I'm sitting there watching my daily every now and then. I'll check in on yeah. it. I go from like winning $3. And you had like nothing in the first half. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> but then I go from like three, winning $3. In this league, there was 3,000 people. I look at it. I was like at 500 and some people or 500 and some place. I was at like three bucks. I was like, hell yeah, I'm getting my money back. And then I check in about an hour later. And I'm like, Rach, I'm at like 300th place out of 3,000. I'm getting like, I think it was $6 at the time, something like that. And I was like, I'm I'm winning money. Let's go. And <laughs> oh, then, I'm paying $4. Yeah. Yeehaw. And then all of a sudden, another hour later, we're almost home. I check it again. I'm 11th. Yeah. Out of 3,000. I was like, okay, this isn't going to last. Right? And then I I go over to, to another one of my buddy's friends, uh, Von Feld's house. We watched the first half. And when the when – Right before the game started, I look at my we we finished watching the Titans game. The Titans going to overtime against the Seahawks. And my boy Derrick Henry rushes like, I don't know, maybe I think it was like thirteen or fourteen yards right there at the end drive before mm. they kicked the field goal to win. Gets me to tenth place. I win fifty bucks, baby. Yeah. Tenth out of three thousand. I've never done this before in my life as far as high that high of placing. So I'm super Super stoked. Probably won't ever happen again. But I can say in my lifetime, I beat like 2,900 other entries. Oh, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. 2,990 to be exact. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. 3,000 in there. So I wanted to brag a little bit um, (laughs) on that. But this weekend, um, apologize. This this, uh, first segment is going to be half of our our episode today. But hey, that's okay. This weekend, man. This one. Sorry. Not this weekend, next weekend. Yeah, first weekend of October. First weekend of October. Uh, October 1st is a Friday. We are going to start Bricks, Bronx, and Barbecue, baby. Yes. And why Bricks, Bronx, and Barbecue, you might ask, right? Well, it's well, on the Bricks in downtown Maine. Yeah, here in, <laughs> in Russell, Kansas, we have, this might sound really crazy to you, but our road is made of bricks. Yep, old school road. Yeah, so uh, we we have. Or what's an that event. little Nas song? Old Old Town Road, old Town or whatever road. it's called. I don't know. I don't listen to the guy. <laughs> little Nas. Is that? I don't know. <laughs> I I haven't listened to music or, or like new music right. in like seven years. <laughs> Call me maybe was the most recent song I listened dude, to, and like, I was like, it doesn't get better than this. That I'm was, done. That was ten years ago, dude. Was it? Oh my <laughs> yeah. god, I'm so old. Maybe even longer. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so our downtown's bricks. So we have an event uh, weekend 
on the bricks. We we pretty much shut down about four blocks of downtown, which is about half the downtown. And uh, what are you thumbs down in for? Disrupts business. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My wife works on downtown, and she hates it when they shut down the downtown. But anyway, um, so it's a really fun weekend. Bronx, well, our, uh, our mascot. It's the Broncos. Yep. And, and not like the, the Denver Broncos. We have a, like an actual Bronco on it. Yeah, our... it looks like a Mustang, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So normally they try to have homecoming that same weekend. This year they had homecoming super early. Still that was weird. Yeah, that was like week two for them. Um, still trying to hear back on why the heck they had homecoming so early. Um, and then barbecue. So why barbecue? Well, there's a huge barbecue competition and uh, it's Kansas. And yeah. We're known for barbecue out here. Yeah, exactly. We're like three and a half hours away from Kansas City, but we're still known for Kansas City barbecue. Yep. So this weekend is like the the one weekend, essentially it's the town celebration for, for the, the city of Russell. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have anything that happens yearly like this one. Um, and so this is kind of our yearly town celebration. Uh, if you're a long-term listener, you've heard of us talking about Prairie Esta. That's our every 10 years but yeah. really, we don't have anything one year. It's basically this and the county fair. Yeah. That's yep. it. Yeah. And so um, this is a really fun weekend. We always look forward to it. Uh, I'm on a, a, a barbecue competition team. This is going to be my fifth fifth or sixth year. I can't remember. And you perform pretty well every year. Yeah. So last year. Like you personally. <laughs> yeah. Last year wasn't, wasn't good for me. So um, check us out if you're in Russell this weekend I, I, or – the the next weekend, October first and second, uh, I'm gonna be on the the team called the Tenderloins, and it's T I N D E R L O I N. You still, I think you guys still have the best team name out of everybody. Yeah, and we have the Tinder logo on yep. it, like swipe right. <laughs> it, but anyway, there's four of us on the team. Each of us have our own meat. Uh, there's four different categories that you get judged in, um, which is brisket, ribs pork butt which that's mine yeah. and then the chicken uh chicken you can do breasts you can do legs really about anything um however we we split it up like that because it's a lot easier uh instead of doing like two or three meats and and we have a really really fun time uh we normally start smoking like our brisket and our pork butt around three two or three in the morning so we can be ready for uh Let's see. I think they the, the which one is first. I want to say, say judging probably starts at what like ten, eleven. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's early. I'm trying to think. Ribs. Yeah, I think ribs are first, and then uh, pork butt, brisket, and then chicken. Mm-hmm. I might I might have got something flip flop, but anyway, That's I know I'm good. pork butt second, and and so we have to you know plan out our smoke for a long time before that, and so. Uh, Really fun night. I really don't get a whole lot of sleep. There's a lot of beer consumed that weekend. And then, oh, I forgot to even say, we start off the whole entire weekend with a cornhole tournament on Friday night, which is also accompanied by people that if they want to sell their food, like the barbecue competition, um, they can sell their food on Friday nights too. So I don't ever participate in that. Uh, Our team doesn't. However, uh, a lot of teams do. Uh, they make money doing it, and then they also uh, get coins that people essentially like tip them with, and then it's kind of a little own their own competition 
uh, as well. So that and the cornhole tournament, uh, this is going to be my sixth or seventh year playing cornhole. And, uh, and every year I get the same partner. We have a good time. Uh, we what's actually, your best finish by the way? Huh? I've, what's your best finish in the cornhole tournament? First baby. You have? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Me and cookie won, uh, I want to say three years ago. It was when we, it was raining and we had to go inside. That's right. I yeah. do remember that. Okay. And actually funny enough, where we played cornhole that year is now the bar. Yes. Yeah. Dude, that place is going to be popping this weekend. Yeah, it is. So, uh, cornhole on Friday night, barbecue competition, early morning or, or late night, Friday night, early morning, Saturday until in, until the noon hour. We have the boutiques. We have a car show. Yep. Um, we have all kinds of stuff happening on the main street. Lots and of then, local booths and stuff. It's it's very close, top like one or two for me. Saturday afternoon, brew me. Yes. So VIPs, who I am one of. Yes, me this too. This year baby. and was last year and did I? No, I think the year before. So this will be my third year going. Yep. Um, because the first year that like I even knew about this thing, it was. I think either sold out or I couldn't get a ticket or something like that. And then another year I opted to watch your kids um, for it because I'm a nice person. And then when you actually told me what it was, because I thought like, all right, we're in a small town. Like they're, you know, quote unquote, bringing in a beer garden and you can like taste test beers. It's like, yeah, I know what all the light beers. (laughs) It's fine. I don't need to taste test, but no, like this is a legitimate, like there's probably a good, what, 70, 80 beers. Oh yeah. To test. Yeah. And then on top of that, they usually have a couple of wine vendors. Yes. And then, um, one Seltzers of my, too. Yeah. Yep. Um, one of my favorite things just from years past, there was a hot wine, like. They like, served like, it hot? Yes. Really? Like, hot chocolate hot. Ooh, it was wow. a hot wine, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. This has got to be the grossest thing ever. <laughs> I could think of nothing I wanted more on a cold winter day. Really? It was delicious. Wow. That's surprising. Um, and I remember buying a bottle, and I did have it that year, but they haven't had it since then. But, um, well, speaking of brew me. A bush. <laughs> <laughs> he's still doing fine. He's uh, he's saying bush still, so. I am. <laughs> he's not too um, drunk. Yeah, so I'm doing good. <laughs> Um, but the exciting part about Broomy this year is my wife finally gets yes. to join because she has either been, yeah, in charge of other kids, yep. pregnant with a kid, yep. or out of town or allowing me to go while she stays home and watches the kids or whatnot. Or but, breastfeeding a kid. Yeah, right, yeah, or that. So we have a sitter. And she is going to come down and enjoy, and I am very excited that she gets to do that. Um, Your lovely wife who's sitting next to me on the couch (laughs) over here will be joining as well, which she said she's been a few times, but I got to be honest, I don't remember you ever being there, Rachel, but it's also potentially because I've had a lot to drink, and that's why I don't remember you being there. Yeah, so she went two years ago, because then after that, uh, she drove us over to Hayes to go watch a movie for date night. Um, I think that was two years ago, maybe three, three years ago. I don't know. Anyway, uh, last year you and I went together 
Yes. And that, that was, was during COVID. Yeah. Which was a blast. It was yeah. a blast. This is what it was. Dude. I got hit on by a older woman. She was a cougar, but yeah. let's not toot your own horn too much. I'm pretty sure every guy under the age of 25 got hit on. Oh, I got on. hit on because I'm just handsome. What, but Dude, this is the first time anybody's hit on me in like ages, all right? Let me have my moment, okay? <laughs> she was like 6'2", like... Yeah, she was like... Blonde. Yeah. She very like well kept. Super model, like, like in terms of like height. And yeah. like weight and stuff. Yeah. Like she old the older runway models. Yeah. And she said, You are handsome. I think something like that. I don't know. And I was she like, She definitely used foul language that can't be repeated <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> right. And my heart melted. I mean, it was it was beautiful. Yeah. It, was, it beautiful. was exciting. But, but yeah, very excited for Broomy. Excited to and honestly, a lot of the beers I've had there, I've had multiple times over, but it's one of those things where I take it upon myself to truthfully go around and try, and they give you what would you say that is? It's like like a, a four ounce, four ounce glass, yeah. five ounce glass, and they fill that sucker up. Oh yeah, like they fill it to the brim. Yep, and you drink it and you move on. And every year, with the exception of the seltzers, mm-hmm. and then like the ones that I I have all the time. So say like Corona, I don't yeah. get the Corona. I know what that tastes like. I'm going to get the ones that I don't get. Or the same Adams Oktoberfest is always one. Right. Like, I'll usually still get that. But, yeah, like the Boston Lager is like, nope, I know this. I don't have to have it. But I purposely make it a point to go around and try every single one of the beers that I only get once a year. So, needless to say, yeah, five ounces per beer. We probably eliminate, what, 10 of the 80 beers. So, I'm having about... A lot. 70. A lot. Math is hard, and you're having a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, what would be that, 3,500 ounces or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> God, dang. I know last year. 350 ounces. I know last year we walked back to your house, and I was stumbling Yeah. out of the tent, which, by the way, Broomy is in a tent. Uh, it's almost a half a block long on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have tables set up underneath the tent, with with all the different beers and somebody's serving the beers behind the the table, you have a, a like the four or five ounce glass on a lanyard around your neck. Yeah, around your neck. And then uh, if you're VIP, you get like some sort of food. Uh, last year, I think they had pretzels and and what? You no, you only get it as VIP. Yeah, nowadays you only get it VIP now. Yeah, yeah. You but, you get dinner and yep. it's a German dinner, so you get like your, your yeah soup hot dogs, and your beer dogs or, and stuff like that. Sorry brats yeah <laughs> but yeah it's all good yeah whiskey they had whiskey last yeah they year. did have whiskey yeah let me stay away from that, that because got that's me in trouble that's why i was stumbling on the way back to your house that's right yeah so but anyway if you're in town october 1st and 2nd in russell kansas come down to the bricks and uh and buy a ticket you can buy tickets at the door too for brew me it's mm-hmm. just an hour later than the vips right um there's still gonna be plenty of beer so come out uh, there's a lot of local beers. Um, there's a lot of local distilleries too. There, uh, yeah. really, a lot of the stuff they try to get here in state. So a lot of them are in state, yeah. or they're Boulevard, very close. Which Tuberin Company, Defiance from over in Hayes. Yep. I mean, uh, oh, Kansas Territory up in mm-hmm. Washington. What's the uh, Washington County? What's the Sylvan Grove one? Um, where oh, where, 
where we dare Flyboys. Fly but boys. like what's their what's their brewery called? I don't know. I think it's it it just Fly called Flyboys Fly Brewery. I'm not sure. Yeah. But like they've been there. Like yeah, it's great. Yeah, Dodge City. Dodge mm-hmm. City Brewing. All, and all the local brews. Yep. And then some, you know, yeah, like Sam Adams, they'll they'll have the, you know, variety packs out there. Yeah. Or or the new stuff too, right? Like mm-hmm. the stuff that they, they normally don't brew. So right. um yeah, it's a lot of fun. So come out. Uh I think they're only like thirty five dollars at the door, maybe thirty, something like that. I don't know. Don't VIP tickets that. are eighty, but those Which, uh, for two. It, or yeah, for yeah. two, so forty. Yep. Um so yeah, at the door I think it's thirty or thirty five. Yep. Um yeah, the VIPs are limited. I don't think they're limited at the door, are they? No, I don't think there's any VIPs at the door. I just know it gets packed in there. Yeah, it and does. Especially it does. with COVID. Like, yep. again, if if you want to get away from the coast where COVID's <laughs> a big deal, just come to Russell where they pack us all inside of a tent like a bunch of sardines. Yeah, it's no different than every Friday night at the bar, though. It's not. Yeah. But anyway, um, that brings us right into our top three things about fall. Why? Because Bricks Bronx Barbecue is always the first week in October, which is now fall. Let's talk yeah. about fall. Let's talk about fall. Today is the first day of fall. Officially? Officially. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. So I want to start us off. Do it. We couldn't have picked better weather for the first day of fall. Mm-hmm. So when I think of fall... Sunny with a high of 75, baby. Yes. The Lion K. Yes. And, and this morning... It was 45 degrees when I woke up. It was cold. It was awesome. I liked it. Yeah. My window was still open down here in, on, in the podcasting room mm-hmm. with my fan in it. And I came down to here when I first started work this morning. It was cold. Like, yes. I had to shut the door or shut the window. It was amazing. So the cold weather. And it's sporadic right here at the beginning of fall, which I like. It sometimes is warm, so I don't get like just the cutoff from, from summer. Yep. But then I get a little bit of taste with the 45 degree weather of winter, which is a, kind of a nice transition. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I think I'm mostly excited for is the weather changing, being able to turn off the heat, open the window, put the fan in the window. Let's go, baby. Yep. So my number three, and this is totally dad of me, one of my, my number three favorite th- thing about fall is just routine. Yes. So here's the deal. School has been in session now because it's always it's always a tough transition oh, yeah. that, those first couple of weeks. But like school is back in session. So like my kids who are in school, they're used to it by now. We have all of our activities in session. So yeah. football practice, dance practice, gymnastics. We're we're done. We're good there. Everybody has a bedtime. Yep. We have football on Sundays. We have oh. like yeah, activities yes. on Saturdays. Every week is the same, and I'm a very organized person. Yep. I enjoy that. Yep. I like telling my wife, all right, yes, Monday into like Monday night football based on who's playing. Otherwise, hey, Tuesday nights we're doing this, Wednesday nights set aside for podcasting, yep. Thursday nights, Thursday night football. Friday's usually like an Xbox night. Saturday's family fun night. Schedule, Sunday's football. Baby. Like, yeah. we just, we have routine and it will stay this way until Christmas time. And yep. at that point in time, I'm ready to shake it up anyways. Yeah. So exactly. I love the routine of fall. Yep. Yeah. And, and so to kind of, you hit it right there though. So my number two 
Football is back, baby. Yes. Best time of the year. Yes. I get to watch my Sooners. I get to watch the Chiefs. I get to just watch football. Yeah. And it's amazing. I had uh, this first fantasy. couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Fantasy. Oh, daily fantasy. Yep. Where you yeah. finish 10th out of 3,000. Yeah. And win 50 bucks. Let's go. Oh, boom. What's better? <laughs> so, yeah. That's my number two. That's my number two. Yeah. Football is definitely up there. Okay. So, my number two is just, and this kind of goes with your cold one, but jackets. Yes. So here's the deal. And I'm not saying like, oh, jacket weather, I'm so excited. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't approach it in the way that I think our wives would approach it of like, I get to pull out my favorite sweaters. <laughs> I get to do like we, the girl thing where they all wear their jeans with the like the boots, the snow <laughs> yep. boots, you know. You, the Uggs. Yeah. You get, <laughs> you get your scarf on. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Here's what I'm talking about. So I, I bet if I, I'm just gonna ask you, yeah. what's your favorite jacket? My favorite, it's it's a pullover, or, or it might be a pullover, a hoodie, yeah, or a sweater, yeah, or whatever. What what is your favorite thing that you wear in the fall? I honestly, I just bought it at Marshalls. Hell of a deal, by the way. Yes, it was a spider, Marshalls. Midwest Marshalls, a, a spider uh, pullover. Okay, and it has like this small Kevin Durant hood. Oh yeah, on it. yeah. It's, it's what one color of my is it? It's gray. Gray, perfect. Yep. perfect fall color. Yeah. Here's the best part about that pullover. Yeah. You, you usually wear a shirt under it, right? Yeah, okay. sometimes. Right. So even if you get a little hot, you're only sweating on that shirt, right? Yeah, exactly. It's not getting on the jacket. Wear. Oh my god, I know you, where you're going. Yes. Yep, yep. You can wear your jacket. Yes. For like a month straight, and unless you, I mean, you can still get like stains and crap on it, and like get yep. away with it. But like, you can wear <laughs> this jacket for thirty days straight and not wash it. Until like it either looks disheveled or oh smells God. terrible. And here's the best part. It doesn't matter what you wear underneath. It doesn't. Like, you can wear any. I could wear a t-shirt with the middle finger <laughs> and explicitives on it. And no one will know why. Because I always have my jacket on. Yes. yes. It doesn't matter if I'm outside. Yep. It doesn't matter if I'm inside. It doesn't matter. Like it just it just doesn't matter. I'm so glad. You wear your jacket everywhere you go. Yes. And it doesn't matter what you're wearing otherwise. Now, the sole exception, and here's the other b good part, because technically these are jackets too. Okay. But let's say you're going out on a date night with the lady, you know? You want to mm -hmm. wear your button-up shirt, look a little nice. But yep. hey, like, you don't want to, you don't want to full, like, just dress shirt it. So right. what do you do? Throw a little blazer on. Yep. You can't throw a blazer on in the summer. It's way too hot. Yeah, you don't ever but want to. But you also, to. you don't want to, like, throw a big pullover sweater on, and then, like, what if the restaurant is cranking the heater? You're yeah. going to get too warm. Yeah. No, you throw a blazer on over your button-up shirt. Off. If you get hot, you. boom, you take it off. Yeah. You throw it over the back of the chair. You yeah. still look nice in your button-up shirt. Problem. So just jackets, Dude, man. and you look like jackets. A, you look like a damn gentleman, too. You do. You take that blazer off, the back of the shirt or uh. back of the chair, and then you know who was also cold in every damn restaurant. Thank you, your wife. Thank you. You put the blazer on your wife. Gentleman status. Jackets, man. Jackets. I'm telling you. I'm so glad that you brought Just up the jackets. whole, the whole like wearing like whatever. Because honestly, I hate the cold weather. Like if if I have to switch from jacket to coat. Right. That's a bad day. Yeah. I hate that day. That yep. is because you can't wear your coat inside. Right. You can wear your jacket inside. Yeah. But I Jackets. I'm super, super guilty of wearing like the same shirt and and sweater for like three days mm -hmm. in the wintertime. Cause I don't sweat hardly in the wintertime. Nope. Like 
Unless I'm out running or something, which it doesn't happen often in the in the in the winter. So yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Here's the deal: when I, when I'm going somewhere, I got my gray jacket. That's why I wear. It's my gray one. Mm-hmm. When I'm at home being cozy, it's my Rock Springs hoodie. Yep. And the main reason why it's that is because uh, jackets obviously have a zipper. I have a newborn baby. Don't really oh, want yeah. him cutting his eye out yep. on my zipper. That happens. So on goes the hoodie. Eyes get cut out. Right. <laughs> but then when I go somewhere, <laughs> it's my gray jacket. Yes. Boom. Yep. I like that. And it goes back to your routine, right? That's Talk right. About routines. Yeah. Um, what you wearing today? Doesn't matter because I'm throwing my jacket on. <laughs> I have my gray jacket on. Yeah. That's what I'm wearing. So my number one, and I struggled with this one because of what I did today. Ooh. One of the things I love about the start of fall is you get to tidy up your yard. Okay. And it might be the last time you have to do it. <laughs> like, I'm always so excited when spring hits. And I'm like, yes, I get to go outside and I get to mow my yard. I've been cooped but up. But you haven't done it winter. in a while. Right. Right. And then, like, midsummer hits and you're like, I hate my yard. Degree, yeah, it's 100 <laughs> degrees out. Right. Yeah. You just get tired of it, man. Yep. And so today I mowed. I edged, I mowed. I mean, dude, my yard's looking tip top. Other than a little bit of grass. I need to borrow your weed eater. Yeah, 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 you do. <laughs> Clean I, it I saw up. That Clean it up before week. winter. <laughs> but so this is why I was saying I struggle with my top one. What do you do every time you, after you get done mowing? Well, you have a cold beer. Yeah. And this is the perfect time for cold beer season. You get. All the ambers. Ah, oh, damn it. You're going to take my number one. I'm sorry. Here it comes. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll just talk about it together. Mine's beer, too. Oktoberfest, baby. Yeah. It's back. <laughs> it's like, it's supposed to only be in October. I don't know if you remember this. Like, it used to only come out October 1 to October. Oh, yeah. No, it, they totally push it out. It's uh, yeah. like the pumpkin spice lattes yeah. now. Like, let's right. just be real. Those are coming thing. out on September 1st. It's a money grab. I don't it like is. it. I don't agree with it. I've already had some. But I enjoy the hell of the Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. <laughs> that, and uh, and yeah, I mean, the cold snap is about to come out in the winter, you know, for, for Adam. Sam See, but Adams. here's the thing. This and, and this is why I'm so glad you brought the beer thing up. Okay, so summertime, it's all about, like, the citrusy, the light, yeah. the fruity beers. And and it's fine. Like, again, we, we talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. You, I am not a Natterday fan. You introduced me to pineapple natter days, which I did not know existed. Yeah. That was delicious. But why was it delicious? Because I was dehydrated <laughs> as hell. You can't drink a cold snap when you're dehydrated. Right. That's not going to clench thirst right. like that type of drink is. But then even in the spring, like I can't pinpoint the spring tasting beers. Like I don't know what they're trying to be. But then in the winter, here's the deal. They do the dark beers in the winter, which yeah. I, I prefer dark over light. Yep. But they almost get too cute with them, you know? It's like yeah. they throw a little bit of like gingerbread in them, or they throw some yeah. cinnamon in them, or they, they try to make it taste like a Christmas cookie. <laughs> like I don't really know why they have to mess with like a good like oatmeal stout in the winter. Like yep. the, like winter's great for your super dark, super heavy beers, your Guinness, your yeah, yep. your stouts. Yep. Yep. I agree. But you never have to question a fall beer. If you buy a fall variety pack, it doesn't matter who the brewer is. All, because usually it comes in fours. Yep. Yeah. All four of those beers are top level. Yeah. Top notch. You don't even have to think. Yep. 
Whereas in the winter, it's like, uh, mm. I might like two of these three. See, but I'm a cold snap fan in the winter. I am. I yeah. love the cold snaps. It's it's just got some sort of spice in it that I'm not really yeah. into. But I am though. The but, fall beers. But the fall beers, I agree. They're the best beers, to be All honest. All year. All year. Yeah. And I think that's why Sam Adams does the the September one to December thirty first, I guess. But yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be November thirty first. Whatever it is, December they'd release the cold snaps. And yeah, stuff for when for Christmas. But is there thirty one yeah. days in December? No. Fall beers. Yeah. is definitely okay. The number one. Yeah, beers. greatest thing about fall beers, and then campfires and all that other bougie crap. See, but that all comes with it. Like even with you know. I can think of nothing better. Okay, here we're we're just gonna throw this out in the universe. I'm clo- close your eyes right now. All I right. just want you. Oh to man, doing this. the whole close okay. your eyes. I heard this on the breakfast ball. Did you listen to the Double Bogey show the other day? No, they did the exact same thing. But did we'll they really? St- yeah, we'll steal it. We'll steal <laughs> okay. it. Okay, we'll steal it. That's fine. Right. Okay, so close your eyes. I'm I'm just gonna paint you a perfect fall evening. Hurry Ready? up though, I gotta pee. Okay, okay, and then we'll and then we'll close down this podcast. So. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, oh, I mean, no. I'm even gonna use my sultry voice. Oh man! You're sitting around a campfire of freshly cut wood with your boys, freshly seasoned. Yes. Yeah. You're sitting around the campfire. It's a Sunday evening. In the garage, in the background, there's a TV with the Sunday night game on. Yes. The Chiefs are destroying. The Just Raiders. Pick, yes. The I Raiders. Like the Chiefs are destroying the Raiders. Yes. 35 to nothing. And it's the first quarter. Next to the TV on the floor. Well, not on the floor. It's on the table. <laughs> but there's a poker set. Oh, and man. You got, you got cigars. Oh, man. And whiskeys sitting on the poker table. But it's okay because you guys are out by the fire pit. And you got an ice cold... Oktoberfest Sam Adams. Oh man. In one hand. And you got your dingy and this will be one of the times you have to watch it because it's now smelling <laughs> like smoke. But you got your dingy jacket pullover on. And you're sitting with the boys having a beer. It doesn't get any better. It just it feels so good. It doesn't get any better. Until the little little dude comes over. And like you know, you're, you're the sons, and they like just sit right next to you, and they're like almost asleep, and they're being super good. Mm-hmm. That well, would make it's it because they're quiet from all the routine that they've had. Right, right. They're dead tired because it's you know first quarter of the game. It's eight <laughs> o'clock. It's bedtime. They're ready to snuggle in by the fire and go to sleep because they're exhausted from going to school and then practice. Yes, I'm I'm sold. It doesn't get better. Yep, it doesn't get better. It's the best. Holy cow, we're over an hour. That's okay. Let's you got shut anything it down. else to add? No? What? You got anything else to add? Oh, do I have anything to add? Uh, no, Rach, thanks for listening. Yeah, You're the Rach. first female, I think, to like actually experience this show. Or ever listen to it. <laughs> right. Now, I, I know we have a couple of females that have <laughs> dabbled. but Oh, man. I know my wife got through about 10 minutes, and she's like, yeah, I mean, in general, podcasting is not for her, but she's like, yeah, I don't need to listen to you and Chris tell stories. <laughs> Ouch, Katie. I know. Not that she'll ever hear. But Rachel toughed it out. She sat through the whole thing. Yeah, she did. 
Probably because so. she's scared to le- leave the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too much noise on the microphone. All right, so guys. Get us out of here. All right, all right. Thank you guys for listening to episode eight of In the Middle Podcast. Also, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review with a question, and we'll be sure to answer it on the next episode. You can now find us on all major podcasting platforms. If you want to support us, please click on the link in the show notes and donate to the cast. For any even more content, check out our 10-minute episodes. We call them the mini-sodes. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing it, high energy. We also want to hear from you guys, so please follow us on the tweets page at pod underscore middle and Facebook at pod middle. All right. Mark? Sight. We'll talk at you later. Bye.